Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're 22 minutes and counting down. Double Deuce. Welcome. Hey. Hi, so we're so glad you're here today. We are. Sit down, abide with us for a while. Hell yeah. Take a load off. Where are you? You're in your car, you're in your house, you're in your car, in your house, it was an unfortunate house car. accident. You're or, in your, a, or maybe even your job. That's where I listen. Maybe your you're job. at your job, maybe you're shifting papers. Put that paper down for a second, just smile to yourself, because you're with good friends now. I mean, unless the boss is looking. Don't put yeah, the no, then keep, keep, working. Working. keep working. But still smile. Yeah. To and yourself. then when that boss goes, you put that paper down twice as long and smile. And giggle a little bit, you know. It's true. Softly. Just loud enough that a couple of people nearby maybe turn their heads, but no one, like, looks directly at you. That's right. You don't want to let them know about your little secret. Nope. That we're, That's right. We've all got a secret now. That's right. We got a secret that we're not going to tell anybody. Because if you tell someone, especially a cop, you're fucking dead. We will cut you. Actually, I don't think it's prosecutable. You can tell a cop about it. Uh, yeah. But only if he's cool. You know what I mean? She's trying to get some cheese cards. Do you remember when they used to hand out cheese cards to kids, the cops, back in the 80s? No. No? Okay. Before your time, huh? Well, I mean, it was also... I didn't... Uh, didn't live here exactly back then. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot. I didn't have anywhere near the the interaction with cops that you would have in yeah. your childhood here. Yeah, no, you were in Washington. You, yeah. you were Washington cop hands out a cheese. going to get cut, fool. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I do remember getting some uh, some Redskin cards, uh, though. Oh, there wasn't cops. There was uh, the, the crossing guard in oh, elementary okay. school. There was a year where... They, she kept, she, they would be, they would give you fucking Redskins cards. Nice. Like, and it would be different cards, like every, I remember it's like one day of the week, maybe it was like Friday or something, you would get fucking Redskins cards when you're crossing to get over to where you, you know, there was like one big cross we had to make right by the school. Nice. See, we had, uh, Chiefs cards given out by the cops when I was in junior high school, and then, uh, homeless Nate the Great would sit in the park next mm-hmm. to Watkins mm-hmm. uh, Historical Society and he had mm-hmm. a deck of naked girly cards that he would let us look at but not keep because he didn't want to get anyone in trouble. It was really kind of a... How does that card. tie into the Chiefs cards beyond the, the both things are cards? Well, they're both cards. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> okay. like... I'm, I'm saying like that was a that was a real swing in the... You really wanted to force in those those naked... Lady playing cards in this conversation. I just want to. You've been waiting sixty-five episodes. I I applaud your constraint, (laughs) your restraint that you waited sixty-five episodes before you had to steer the conversation hard left into the naked lady playing cards. I just think it's interesting who's giving you cards, who's handing out cards. But but the Nate the Great didn't give them to you. No, he He just showed them to you. Yeah, I'm just saying that. The line between these two things, the segue you used, was just filament thin. But the look on his dirty, greasy, bedraggled, uh, homeless face when we'd look at the cards and get excited, uh-huh. I, I really enjoyed it, I think. Yeah. It was a moment. We had, we it all was had a win-win a win for him, yeah. you're saying? It was win-win for him, and the cops never came around in those days. Uh, so it was one card or the other, and I, you know, the naked lady cards were fine. Okay, this is going to a weird place. I don't know why you took this there. You took this there. I know. I definitely did not. You were the one who just called you out on it. Oh, I guess man. I could have just let it slide. 
But it's a podcast. I can't just do the fucking like office, like awkward looking at the camera off to the side while you're talking. <laughs> no one can see it. There's not a camera except that one time there was a camera, and I'm still waiting to hear about that. So we need to talk. You've been angry lately. You, I have. This is going to be the the me being angry. This episode. is the transition into you being angry. Oh man, you. yeah, I am. Yeah, we're gonna switch. It's like uh, the episode of the sitcom where we like body swap. That's right. So for those of you who haven't been listening to the last 65 episodes, traditionally, I'm the one that gets my panties in a wad uh, over things and starts <laughs> screaming and shouting and hooting and hollering. But uh, Nelson was telling me before we recorded this that he's actually quite angry about a few things, so we thought we might reverse the uh, you know the usual uh, yeah. and have him say I feel like, too, it's a thing I've noticed lately. It, it's very liberating and refreshing to get, like, outrage about shit that doesn't matter at all right. in, this, in this day and age where so many very legitimate things are out there to enrage you yeah. but to be like okay you know, those do and spend a bunch of your day being enraged about those legitimate things but then to just take a good 15 minutes to be like outraged about something that's completely trivial is yeah. really like a breath of fresh air see that's called aging that's uh-huh. a ter- the pushing 40 is what you're doing and uh and and it's it's the perfect well i mean i've always been mad about those those the smaller things certainly but now it's like in the face of a lot of other stuff where it's just like you don't want to be mad all the time but sometimes being mad about a dumb thing is like being happy yeah, yeah. Well, you can, the two can, that's, that's can what give I'm you saying. very similar. Uh, that's, that's my advice too effects. to you people who are out there who are like legitimately frightened by the state of the world and mad about a lot of things legitimately. Just maybe find something dumb to be mad at too and you'll feel a little better about yourself and about the world. I feel like that's priceless advice. It is. That's my, that's, it's not really marketing corner but yeah. that, that's my advice corner uh self-care corner yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. you're really you teach people yeah. how to take care of themselves yeah yeah so you know you don't meditate don't uh don't do yoga just just hate on something trivial for for a good 15 minutes or so a day yeah and uh, you'll you'll get to feel yeah, better like feel feel the level of outrage you would feel about you know inequality or, or you know all sorts of things frankly we won't get into it but just like Try to get that mad about something like fruit snacks. Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, and my fruit snacks. Let's talk about that. Let's 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 dig okay. into that a little bit. Okay. All right. Here's the flavors of these fruit snacks. Okay. You got cherry. You got grape. You got orange. You got raspberry. You got peach. It's a pretty standard lineup of flavors. Peach although peach true. is a little on the edge. It is a little on the edge. And what what flavors do you think should be like? More widely represented in that bag. I would say like your cherry, yeah. your grape, your, yeah. you know. Like orange, right? Orange, yeah, 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 yeah. Not maybe the raspberry and peach. Not the raspberry and peach. That's I all I fucking get in my fruit snacks lately. It's all goddamn raspberry and peach. The two flavors I like the least. Right. The two flavors that are coming out of left field at right. you. Like what other fruit snacks has peach? I don't even remember the, the fucking brand. It's one of the juice brands. I don't know. It was one of the, so you don't remember the brand because you can you call the brand? Can you call the people and be like, I could lay off the peach. But I'm, but I'm then I'm yelling at a guy whose job is just to answer phones about fruit snacks. It's not he's not making these decisions. He's especially not like working the line, filling these little bags. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. I've had a bunch where it's like it's all raspberry and peach and like one strawberry or something. Yeah. It's, no, sorry. It's strawberry, not cherry. Oh, even better. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cherry's, Cherry's sort of strawberries asshole cousin. I mean, I like them both. I wish there was cherry in this I, thing, I too, like, frankly. Like it's, it is missing cherry, I like, would say. Strawberry's really nice to you when you go out and mm-hmm. is like, like genuinely cares about what's yeah. going on with you. And cherry mostly. Cherry just loves to fuck. Cherry just loves to fuck and talk about cherry's self. Like, cherry mm-hmm. just wants to tell you what's Much going more on in cherry's world. And cherry will, Most of them got that pit in the middle. I mean, you're eating like a real one. And so they try to still maintain that same level of high maintenance and just in the, the normal flavoring. And and you always feel like you think hanging out with them is going to be better than it is. It's true. Because it's like, you know, I had, I, had, I had actually had a really good time last time. And then you realize it was because you were drunk or something. Yeah. And then you're just sort of stuck with Cherry for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And you well, Strawberry always just likes to fucking hang out and have a good time. Strawberry, you can kill two, three hours with at a bar and not say anything. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like Cherry, again, it's talking about Cherry's relationships and what Cherry likes, what Cherry wants to do. Yeah. Uh, if you if you get on Cherry's bad side, Cherry kind of sells you down the river to Peach and and Raspberry. It really, it really is. It's like, what is Peach even really doing here? Like, I, Peach is fine, but it, it's if you're going to have five flavors, Peach, man, where the fuck did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not even like a normal juice flavor. So, like, where are you even getting these peaches from? Juice company that makes fruit snacks? I wish I could remember the company. Wanna, it's just the thing that you can get, like, a box of 100 of these little packs of fruit snacks right. for, like, 5 or $6 or something. And I was like, that's fucking right on. But now I'm a little mad because of all these goddamn peach and raspberry packs I keep fucking getting at my lunch. That's that's rough, man. See, that's it's rough. really nice though. I'm like, ah, it's so frustrating. But at the same time, do you feel a little good? Mean- letting but it's it still out? meaningless. Yeah. Well, no, it is. But yeah. it, it, it has it, it has as much meaning as you give it. I mean, yeah. It's like I don't want to go out on, on, on too James Fragan of a riff here, but you know, I mean, what it, the value of money is only as valuable as we ascribe it value since we went off the gold standard it's all just a big illusion yeah. so it is with I mean, so is your deal actually a good deal sure you're getting a shit ton of little fruits now well usually it's a re- that's the thing it's usually it's a real good blend in this pack that's why i like them but i feel like since i got the big ass box of 100 some of those packs in this box are really fucking with me so you think it's like- all and it's all like rare it's fucking like bottlenecks too lately of like the last two, three weeks, yeah. I keep getting these shitty packs of, like, all raspberry and peach. Yeah. And, like, one or two other. Like, yesterday's one was I got one of each of the other three flavors. Right. And I got, like, ten raspberries and six peaches. And it's like, come the fuck on. I'm just, I'm, I'm picturing kind of an Upton Sinclairian uh-huh. uh, fruit snack factory where, uh-huh. like, people's toenails Have are falling off. Have some fucking But, but yeah, there's, there's one guy who's like, you know, boss, boss, I got an idea how we can sell these a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is it? It's like, well, we, we sell them in these big boxes and we, we don't skimp on a, the peach and the raspberry. Raspberry. You mean the flavors that everyone fucking hates? Mm-hmm. Yeah, boss. They'll be so excited about the deal, they won't care that we're giving them the flavors they hate. Do it. And that's for, how you ended up For with those it. of you at home, for each of those two characters he was playing, he would lean to one side or the other and then also accentuate every syllable of the dialogue with his hands. I like to call it fancy hands because I'm kind of <laughs> holding them up like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's and, like he's typing, typing, but he's also, but he's like typing the words he's saying. That's how maybe. old-timey characters talk uh-huh. in, in the fruit snack factory. Yeah. Yeah. That was a tough time to be in, in fruit snacks. Back, <laughs> back around... Back in the dawn of the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. They used to have a lot of children. A lot of people getting uh, 
getting getting the fruit dust built up in their lungs. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of people turning turning different colors. I'm just looking. We're we are real bad at always picking the exact same time to take a drink of beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Uh, so true. There again, there's. I keep seeing there's always this little line. I'm like, that's where we were drinking. Yeah. Well, you know, I like to leave them in for very similitude. So those people in the audience who are following along with us with beers, the ones that aren't at work, I hope, or if you are at work, I also like to leave beer. them in because it's hard to go. It's 22 minutes of fucking squiggly lines I gotta look through for like the two one to two second gap of us drinking beer I, that's a lot of fucking work yeah he don't know what those lines mean here's the news maybe flash. if we had a sponsor and they wanted us to, to fucking edit out those drinking pauses yeah maybe I'd maybe I'd do it for a little fucking cash if you know what I'm saying Leeway Franks we're looking at you Jason Keezer you going into private practice sponsor mm-hmm. our shit yeah you know you want to yeah know what else I'm fucking mad about round two let's go fucking <laughs> pizza haters pizza haters yeah I don't remember where it was but someone was talking some fucking hard shit on the personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut. They're like, this is the worst iteration of pizza that exists in the world. And I'm like, fuck you. Talk to me about that. When, when was this like a, a It was just something online and I don't know where it was. It was some kind of one, maybe the one of those pizza quizzes or I don't know what the fuck it was. Right. I wish I could remember. See, I have been conveniently forgetting exactly the details of the things that have upset me to stop me from being able to turn it into a vendetta of blood. Right. So and that's the thing I think you need to start doing is forgetting the thing that wronged you but still be mad about it but then you can't lash out maybe. Yeah, no. I, I'm but sure. no, someone was like, fuck a personal pan pizza and I'm like, man, when were you born? Because it clearly wasn't during the height of the Book It program. Because if it weren't for personal pan pizzas, books would have gone away by the year 1989. I think it is absolutely... There would not, books would not exist absolutely if not for personal pan pizzas and the Book It program. Legit to say that if it weren't for the Book It program, there wouldn't be books anymore. Books would have ceased to exist as a physical thing in our world. Yep. And that is because of the Book It program, which is only could survive because of the personal pan pizza. Exactly. So, yes, you were right. The joy of reading is a great joy, but it's still not quite as joyous as the joy of pizza for most children. So, and you trick them. You trick them into getting that joy of reading because they're getting their, their, their nice hot pizza at the end of it. And then they're going to love reading, too, and they're going to keep reading just because you tricked them into it with pizza. Well, it's like association. I still like to read books while I eat pizza. Fucking nice. You know, that's still a thing. That's still a thing. And I got that from the Book It program. And so, I don't know who this fucking 12-year-old kid is who hates a personal pan pizza. I'm guessing he has to be that. Do they have the Book It program still? I don't know. If you know if they have the Book It program still, uh, write to us at hashtag... Kids of a Book It age. That. Let us know. Yeah. They ought to. I would hope they do. I, th- I hope so. I mean, it was a brilliant program. I just wonder if maybe the prolifer- pl- uh, proliferation of pizza places has just made it harder for that to exist as like a, a single market between Pizza Hut and the nation's schools. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What I'm thinking, though, is once we get privatized schools and the education system is dismantled, mm-hmm. uh, then maybe Pizza Hut will just take over education and, yeah. and you know, it will just be one long story. Pizza Hut really pizza. did kind of, they were, they really were big pizza back in those book it days. Like, they Pizza Hut was, was kind of the standard. Domino's was kind of the up and comer coming out of right field at you, but Pizza Hut was the old standard. And Papa John was barely a glint in the postman's yeah, eye. He was still days. working for Pizza Hut or something back That's then. That's right. That's if right. he was even, yeah, he's probably 
just some fucking kid somewhere dreaming eating pizza and dreaming. Have you seen the new Papa John's commercial? I don't want to take this one a little bit of a spin. Yeah, yeah, but, but uh, I don't want to completely monopolize this it's, whole episode. Like so, so, so this commercial starts off with just pizzas flying out of the sky and hitting people. Yeah, right. And uh, my dream, yeah, which is a great dream. And yeah. they're just, but they're just nailing people, like falling on dogs and like melting over their heads and stuff. And there's, there's pizzas dropping everywhere, and then it kind of pans up, and you see it's just a like a, a sky full of drones, and uh, and then it cuts to a Papa John's restaurant or test kitchen. It looks really more like a, like an industrial. It's like quality. a scientific. Kind of, it's a lab. Like it's a pizza lab. It's a pizza lab. Yeah. And, and, uh, where, where the, the highest level of pizza science is being conducted. Yes. And, and, and a track. But they're not allowed to tweet about it anymore, about <laughs> the pizza science. Not anymore. It's, got, it's all under the table these days. That's right. Unless but you get to, to Rogue Papa John. Uh-huh. Uh, you go at Rogue Oh man, Papa we should John. make it the Rogue Papa John story. <laughs> True story of Papa John. But here's the thing. Okay. So he's sitting there, like Papa John's sitting there staring off into space and, and like one allowing of his, these random yeah, pizza so drone you, strikes you to realize, happen across realize, because an attractive uh-huh. cohort, a coworker goes, "Hey, Papa John, you have to. We got to make these pizzas." Which isn't it weird like, that they have to call him Papa John? It's, it is it's a, a little, thing that happens in all those commercials whenever he's named, and it's creepy. I I think like it's a, creepy that he wants to be called Papa John. He is the creepy version of what Dave from Wendy's should have been, but kind of wasn't. Cause he, he was, was, so he was old a sweet enough old man. <laughs> Kind yeah. of from the get go, right? And so, and also they caught the call of Dave, not Papa Dave. If they <laughs> called him Papa Dave, he would have been creepy. That's true. That's true. But anyway, so Papa John, you realize that you're just a man who loves burgers and his daughter. That's all. Dave just wants Wendy and uh, fucking square burger. That's all he wants. Mm-hmm. You know why they're square, right? No. Because they don't cut corners. Oh! That's a little Wendy's uh-huh. marketing uh-huh. humor there. Uh-huh. Own a franchise once? Much? I tried to. So my point is, Papa John is staring off into space and his attractive lady assistant, uh, who's in an apron, though she looks like she just got out of a marketing meeting, and they're like, hey, need you out of marketing and advertising to come make a lab pizza. And she's there, and she's like, oh, John, are you dreaming again, Papa John? And he's like... It was all a dream. It was all in Papa John's oh, come mind. come on, fucking This Papa man John's. dreams of... Skyfuls of pizza wielding drones. It's also just narratively, narratively lazy. Like the entire commercial was just a kind of apocalyptic nightmare. That is is fucking right. That is some writing one hundred and one. Don't end it all. That it was just a dream. It's fucking lazy. Terrifying than. The end of Terminator 2. It's lazy that you're like, I'm not going to explain this craziness that happened. It was just some random shit, and then up, it was a dream. But then it also is insightful into the minds of these moguls. It's like, that's what else would his dream be? What else? What else is the natural inclination? I probably has to do with it's with bad. It's his name is Papa John. It's bad. Pee- his dreams are bad. Peeing his dreams beds. are filth, and he's filth. I'm mad about it. <laughs> You made me mad about another thing I didn't even know I was mad Good. about. Good. Excellent. See, fuel you, your anger feeds you. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm going to say, too, another thing. Here's another. It was an ad type thing. Okay. Down. All right. I got so mad. It was right. the, those videos. You know those fucking sweet-ass cooking videos that are all over the Facebooks? Yeah. It's all the recipes, and they make them real fast in a few minutes. 
and it was a Food Network one, and it was these really good looking. It was like some pastry dough, is a little crust, and then it was like a little fucking fried egg pizza kind of thing. Right, right. And uh, it looked fucking delicious. But the fucking shared video from Food Network was like, "Make your Valentine breakfast in bread," literally. And I'm just like, "Oh man, why literally?" <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast and bread. All right. I'll give you the pun. <laughs> Literally. That is a road too fucking far, Food Network. I think in a it's way... It's not even literally. You're not You're not sleeping in bread. It's just there's some bread involved. Pastry dough involved yeah. in yeah. your recipe. Just fucking take the pun and just walk out the door, Food Network, and we will let you walk out that door. It's when you say literally that someone's going to fucking pull a shotgun from beneath that counter and not let you walk out the door. Ugh, I hate it. I'm sorry, man. That's intense. I'm mad! I know, I know. Is there anything else? I mean, we have about two more minutes for you to get... We have about one more minute. One more minute for you to get anything else off your chest that you want, because when we come back for the next episode, (sighs) you need to have calmed down, motherfucker. I feel, I do feel good about this. There's only room for one angry guy. Otherwise, we're just two homeless men shouting at the sky. I know. You know, it's, it's. I feel too, I feel, you know, I'm gonna say, I don't know that you're quite diffusing my anger as well as I diffuse your anger. But at the same time, usually you're mad about one thing an episode, and I'm just fucking firing shit off. You, you are, this is like, 65 episodes of pent up rage. Exactly. I've been, I've been holding on to a lot of this. You and all out. this time. You, you know. You are like Topeka's, uh, sewers overflowing into the caw on this particular episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, now, I'm, now, I'm now you, madly taking notes. Now I fell behind. I, I'm mad about when I fall behind taking notes. I was quite enjoying the conversation, but I got to tell you, I cannot remember a fucking thing we just talked about for the last. That's why you got to take days. these notes. Got to take the notes. Otherwise, I get mad that I didn't take notes, and I got to try to think. All right, I'm gonna remember. try to calm Nelson down, and then we're gonna come back. Ah! All right, let's just keep it down, buddy. Ah. Want to go get a personal pan pizza? I do. Double Deuce. Contact us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at DoubleDeucePod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.